This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Yeah. What's up, Greg? Not much, man. I'll talk to you in a second. Forbes cool. 30 under 30. <laughs> <laughs> AKA the second best baby. Andy, how much, Andy, how much did you hate that? Andy, how much did you hate that? The verified so one much. at Tim Gettys. What's up, host Nick? I loved it. I loved Thanks, it. Nick man. jumping into karate. Like, and, and, but, but I... also, I loved you moving on even more. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll level with you, Mega Ran. You're our guest today, right? And so, like, with the. Uh, yeah. the We've started, you know, it's February now. We've done a few of the guest podcasts. We're doing two kind of funny podcasts a week. We're introducing the guests now. What I don't have a cadence for yet is when to introduce the guest. Because traditional kind of funny podcast has me run through everybody. And we do little bits. <laughs> Nick does karate. And then 25 minutes later, we talk to Tim. It's, I don't, but I felt when we had Barb on, I felt like Barb was sitting there, you know, cooling her heels for way too long. And so I wanted to try to, I try to, I don't know what to do. Andy, you're here too. <laughs> He's the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas street Latino. He, <laughs> clicking heads and ripping him to shreds. The globe trotting, headshotting, nitro rifle from twitch.tv. Andy Cortez. That's one of the, that's one of the best podcast moments ever. I'm just Greg wanting to move on immediately. <laughs> no, I, I said, I want to get back. I'll get back to you. Like I let him know. This know. Wasn't me. I'm no, not you freezing said, you out. No, you said, I'll get back. No, you didn't say I'll get back to you. you said, All right. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally like how you, how you sign off with your parents. All right. I'll talk to you later. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah, yeah, far I can put this down the road. What's going on in daily. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, talk to you later. Okay. All right. Yeah, love yeah, you. We'll love you too. Later. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> and then you know him from Kind of Funny Live. You know him from his incredibly successful rap career, and now you know him as published author. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Kind of Funny, Mega Ran. Hey. Good to see you guys. Oh my gosh, I miss all of you so much. It's been too long, Mega. You know what I mean? I went back too when it, it was a normal world, and you were able to travel and do things. I felt like we saw you at least every six months, every nine yeah. months. You were it's through the show. Were, yeah. Yeah, we, of the year for sure. Like whether it be stopping out in San Francisco or at a at a convention or something. Like it was always, yeah, it was always a time to meet up. And that's why I'd like to open it up here. Of course, I'm reading from Dream Master, a memoir uh, right here, uh, Mega Rand's uh, book here. We're gonna start well, with. But before this, before this, Rand, does he have rights to read this out loud? Like, is it cool? Are you cool with this? Talk to my lawyer, but I think okay. it's okay. It's just fair use. It's as if the book fell from the sky. Uh, we're starting in chapter 18. Here's where I want to jump in with you, Mega. You write, tour time. Those are my two favorite words to utter or type. Because as a musician, we all dream of getting on the road and knocking down stages in strange places, making new friends and fans, hopefully getting paid, and having stories to tell for ages. Mega Ran, are you okay right now? Like, I think, you know, obviously COVID in 2020 and now 2021 is rough on everybody, but like, I saw you on the road all the time. I know, I mean, even before I read it, I know how much touring means to you. How are you hanging in there, man? Oh, it's rough, honestly, but I've really gotten into a really nice groove. I think um, my wife and I have spent more time together since we've known each other, 
which is amazing. So we're kind of like getting to know each other all over again. It's <laughs> this was the time. real test. This was the real test. <laughs> like, oh, all right, you know, sure. this marriage has been going fine, but for sure. I'm like, I'm glad we got a bigger house before the pandemic. I think we would have strangled each other in <laughs> our <laughs> tiny apartment. Sure. You know? fair. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's been tough, man. But you know, I feel like I do my best to keep interaction at a high level, whether it's social media or in the discord or, things like that but there's no comparison to real-time feedback and hugs and handshakes and high fives there's no comparison so i'm adjusting i have a, i'm still adjusting it's been a year and i'm still adjusting uh that's really all i can say is that you know we've made the best of it you know yeah. i think going heavy on twitch has helped a lot um we've done a lot of really really cool like private like experience moments where we go and do like we did a Zoom reading of the book where I got a bunch of fans together and we just talked about the book and that was super fun, but we still have not, no one has invented a way, and I really thought it would have happened by now, for people to applaud somehow in the middle of a live stream show. Like we can't yeah. get real feedback in real time. Yeah. Someone needs to create the hug machine or the dap machine <laughs> or the, the signature machine. We need something. Because I really just thought it would have happened by now, but there's nothing like it though. So Rand, Rand I got it for I got it for you, Rand. Uh, say something, say something cool and profound. Say something cool and profound right now, if you'd like. No pressure. Uh, no pressure. Um, well, you know, my Angelou always said, people will forget what you did for them, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. Huge. Huge. Crushed it. <laughs> Crushed it. I think the thing is, though, imagine like someone watching on Twitch can't give you that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can't give you that live sensation. Like, I don't know. It's just it's not quite the same. I, I see what you mean. I've uh, one of my favorite bands uh, ended up doing a concert because of COVID. And it was one of these charity things where they all got tested. They went to, I think, their base, their, their parents' house and they set up in their parents' <laughs> basement. And it was a really, really nice setup, That's and awesome. the sound quality was amazing. But it was, it was weird to not have the audience response there. But watching the Twitch chat just pop the fuck off, and having Twitch chat, ha uh, Twitch chat having to be in the most aggressive level of slow mode <laughs> because everybody <laughs> was just spamming, and it's all like it's all the emotes of the people dancing, and it's all the cat jams, mm -hmm. and it's all this shit, and. It kind of felt like a really cool experience that it, it, this is near the beginning of COVID. So we're talking, you know, nine months ago by now. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was I thought it was really cool. And since then, I've seen a lot more bands doing these online experiences where, hey, we're doing this live and maybe it's a sub only stream. You have to be a subscriber or if you're here, whatever, like watch anyway. And then you know the the nicer people in chat the more um uh, i guess giving people in chat are just gifting out subs like crazy and it becomes a huge celebration so it's it's definitely interesting to see what musicians are doing with this type of thing yeah we've been jumping around a bit uh myself mc lars mc front a lot and shape for the dark lord have called ourselves the four-eyed horsemen and we've now <laughs> created this that's great this nerd core you know concerts that we do every month you know and um We've been doing them through, like, we sell tickets through a site called Universe. And then once it's time, we send you a link that forwards to maybe a private YouTube stream or somewhere else where we're in our individual houses, you know, performing, interacting with chat, 
um, maybe we pre-record and do a bunch of cool effects things. And um, it's been a lot of fun. So that's been going on for like six months now. And uh, we do it at the last Saturday of every month. And it's been really fun and successful. And people are like, hey, I know that you guys are itching to get back on the road, but please like don't stop doing these shows because mm-hmm. you know i'm still very shy i may not want to come out i may not be able to get out so i think it's a i think the future of touring is going to be in a combination of what we're doing now and what we were doing i think something i've been thinking a lot about uh for musicians like yourself is how this might change your live show going forward because i feel like you know you've done your songs over and over so many times like when you perform your hits you know the ad libs you know what the hype man's gonna say and all that stuff like what the crowd interaction is gonna be like having to now perform your your songs live but without that type of when i say this you say that type feedback do you think it's gonna has it changed for your at home concerts and it will change your live concerts when we eventually get back to that it's definitely changed the at home concerts what i've started doing just to challenge myself is uh, using different versions of the track, like if I play on a backing track or even trying to play it live, you know, just to experiment, playing it slower, playing it faster, uh, playing a recorded version uh, that maybe had some crowd noise in it, you know, from maybe an earlier show that I've done. Um, so, yeah, just I've been trying my best to be creative with it. But, yeah, it's going to change future shows for sure. We were saying, like, every venue is going to have to have a projector and a screen, maybe even a green screen, you know, at this point. Because I think at this point, every band should have should be thinking about the visual element and the streaming element. So every venue should be ready for us to come in, plug up and stream this show live, you know, for the future, I think. You have Nightbot. I need to log into my Twitch account. Like, (laughs) (laughs) where are your mods at? You got some. Yeah. (laughs) What are you seeing i mean you're so established you're mega ran everybody knows you everybody loves you you've traveled no the world. wait you have a book. not everyone you have a book where can people get dream master uh they can get it everywhere even amazon but i would say use amazon as your last resort because they will, <laughs> i mean you know like they need your money um it's it's um i i put a, i made a site called dreammasterbook.com and on that site i put every place where you can get it but i've listed them in the order of places i want you to get them Gotcha. So we started with some black-owned bookstores, some independent bookstores, independent music shops, independent game stores, and then Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final one, like, all right, if you got to go somewhere. In the form. smallest font possible. <laughs> <laughs> but as, as, you know, again, establishing, you know, you're obviously able to pivot stuff. Have you seen, like, a chilling effect, like, with smaller independent artists of them go- moving away from the music or having to worry about that kind of thing? Like, I don't... I can't only fathom what it's like to make a living via music, let alone make a living via music during a pandemic. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. I, I was doing a weekly show uh, where I called it Random House Live, and we would all get together and I'd bring musicians on to play songs. And whenever I tried to get musicians that weren't solo, like if they were bands, a lot of them were like, dude, we're out of practice. We don't have our practice space. We're not able to get together. Mm-hmm. We're not ready. And um, And I honestly think that when things do open up again, like most bands are not they don't have their mom's basement or you know the ability to go and just practice together like they would like from what i've experienced with bands so i think a lot of them are not going to be ready you know not to say that they've like hung it up but i really worry about guys who like don't sell merch or don't Mm -hmm. have a connection with their fans don't have a patreon i'm like how how are you doing this (laughs) (laughs) there's so many tools at your fingertips to make this a thing like how are you not 
I mean, how are you making this like happen? I don't know how a lot of people can can make it work without that sort of support. You know, if it weren't for you know Patreon and these Twitch shows and the you know the Four Eyed Horseman shows, I don't really know what I'd be doing. You know, <laughs> <I'm> not <laughs> quite sure exactly. I don't even want to think about what I could be doing. I have a couple of suggestions, Ran, uh, and, and I'm going to suggest. Uh, Wait, you're giving stuff. him suggestions yeah. for what he could do? Like, yeah, for, 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 the whole, for, for the whole music community, Greg. For the okay, whole music okay. Career, okay, so making sure. Definitely out there because we have. Um, this is going to end with Owen, an Owen Wilson sound effect. I guarantee no, it. I don't know why. No, sitting sitting far stage right, we have a stand up comedian uh, on board mm. with us who mm-hmm. recently performed do you want to mm-hmm. tell ran where you performed nick because i think sure yeah it's a i think the music community could really use these this sort of uh help and resources go ahead nick so the last show i did was on top of a parking structure in santa cruz where all of the patrons or uh the people that came to watch the show sat in there should all all three of them sat in their respective cars <laughs> And um, at first I was like, oh, this is going to be cool because they're going to honk their horns when they think something's funny. And the host comes up and says, hey, everyone, welcome to Santa Cruz Comedy Night. Um, so and so just a reminder, please do not honk your horns. It is pissing off all the neighbors. So if you think something's funny, just flash your lights. And if any of the comics are susceptible to seizures, they will die in front of you. They will have an epileptic seizure and probably pass out in front of you. It was, it's the worst. So you're sitting there, no feedback from the audience whatsoever. You can kind of see... Someone in the car moving in front of you, but there's blinding lights happening because they all have their lights on so that they can flash their high beams. Yeah, is that, and a, then is that you, a reflection? Is that yeah. A- and then when you do get a laugh, somebody blind, like you get like really blinding high beams in your face. And you're like, I guess this is just what comedy looks like in 2020, 2021. Um, so if you want to do shows like that, right, go for it. I mean, they're, they're super fun. I, I appreciate that. I've thought about it and I'm like, I've seen shows, you know, the, the drive up thing. And I'm, I'm just like, I don't know if I, I feel the connection that I would need at a concert. Uh, but I've had some friends who went, they drove to San Diego for a, sh- a show where they drove up to a, maybe an amphitheater and it was outdoor and you drive up and you get like your bubble, like your space is taped off that you can get outside of your door, but you can't go any further, you know? Like, so people just sit on their hood or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, you have to get escorted to the bathroom when you gotta go to the bathroom. Like, it just, I don't know. It doesn't feel like a lot of fun. It- it's but, definitely yeah. yeah and you know a lot of the comics that i've been that i've worked with in the past are doing like zoom shows and things like that and i've got a couple of those but i totally feel what you're saying when you talk about not being able to connect because w- especially when you're on zoom stuff like in twitch it's different because everyone's sort of in the chat together and that's where the conversation happens but on zoom you just all you do is see a bunch of blank screens with a muted mic and you don't even know if these people are paying attention to you or not you know like at least when i used to do shows i knew they didn't like me because they would just be mm-hmm. looking at their phone so at least i had that feedback like real talk right. you yeah. could see that feedback and go okay they're not connecting with this material maybe i should uh, hang up you know uh, hang up my jacket or whatever the hell the parlance is but like now you just don't have any clear concept and, and people yeah, are coming no. around to it after a year they're actually like okay i'll we'll open it up but for them it's a it's a matter of also comfort of being like i don't know who these people are i'm on a zoom call with who are these comedians it's weird people are seeing into my living room which is kind of intimate yeah. so it's just all sorts of look how intimate it is with its two so, wrestling chairs and kind of funny neon sign. Oh no, I don't. Mean, I don't mean for me. I just mean if you're if you're an audience member, Greg, gotcha. and like you're not used to being on camera, all of a sudden you turn it on and you're you're painfully aware that someone's got a window into your home. You know, when, gotcha. yeah, and yeah, they yeah. can talk about you, and then and then it's yeah, you know it sucks though. because as far as like crowd work is concerned, it's like how am I going to go? Like you're not getting that 
like I can maybe see one person, right? And it's like, okay, well, that person's gonna get picked on a lot. And then inevitably, ten minutes into the show or after the second comic, he just you just see the camera turn off. He's like, I don't want people to see me anymore. I'm not taking this shit anymore. Right? Wow. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I don't know if you guys have been on Clubhouse yet, uh, but on I there, have. I've been in a few rooms. It's ridiculous. I call it the Cap House because there, all they do is give you, as the kids say, Cap, which is when people lie. They tell you. How <laughs> And uh, the CEOs that can show you how to make a million dollars that no one's ever heard of. So, um, so anyway, I'm hanging out in there and they're like, oh, when someone says something great, we do the clubhouse clap, which is you just toggle the mute button over and over again. So the person wow. can see your mute button flashing on and off. Why? They're applauding That's, you. No. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want this. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. clubhouse thing is... Uh... Very confusing me. I don't like it. I'm very Nick Scarpino about this, where I don't understand it. So I'm like, nope, I hate this thing. Uh, but I loaded it up like with Twitter too. We're like, yeah, of course, you of know? course, right? But mm. I, I, I loaded it up, and I saw that there were two different things going on. I don't know how they targeted me, how they knew I'd be interested or whatever. But one was like, okay, it's Jeff Keeley, Andrea Renee, and like, okay, like people I know. And the other one was Soldier Boy, and like a couple other people. And I'm like, I'm gonna go to people that. Do you one. know? I'm definitely, definitely going to the Soldier Boy one. So I click into it and it's Soldier Boy talking. <laughs> and I'm like, this is fucking weird. And I just like turned it off because like freaked me out. And I was like, I'm not doing this right now. Uh, and Soldier and Boy then, called you. It was like, well, why then, did you leave? Really? <laughs> Twitter, him. On Twitter, was... someone, someone straight up caught me. <laughs> the, the KDS <laughs> one, two, three tweets at me seeing at Tim Gettys in a clubhouse room with at Soldier Boys, the most Tim Gettys ass way to find Tim Gettys. That's so funny. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I didn't know motherfuckers could see me in this yes, shit. Like, see you in it. Like, it's totally network based. So the only way people see a room is if someone you know is in that room. It, it's weird. So if you decide to jump in the moan room, which there is one there, oh dear, <laughs> which is exactly how it sounds. Everyone will see you in the moan room. And, uh, you know, so that's, yeah, it's, it's, um, you gotta be careful. Yeah, I got the I'm, invite from Clubhouse the other night from a PR contact. He was like, hey, I had an extra, so I sent it to you. I'm like, thanks. And I got in and I registered and then I looked at it and then I just texted back. I'm like, I have no idea what this is and I'm going to bed, but I'll look into it later. And I never have. I don't even know what the hell this is all about. I'll show you around a little bit, but it's, oh, it's wow. ridiculous. I found like some cool, like wrestling groups or gaming groups and, you know, and Soldier Boy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's some interesting stuff. Once in a while, you'll just, come in. It's all audio chats, right? It's just like you're entering yes. into a chat room that's just a, a live mic. Yeah, like, uh, well, everyone, I think there's only speakers who can, you know, talk. talk but everyone yeah. else can listen, but someone else has to pull you up to, like, to the virtual front of the, uh, oh, you know, the table podium. or the podium. So you get a bunch of mods and they can pull people up. And uh, MF Doom, the day he passed, man, that was just an amazing MF Doom tribute room where, like... That's awesome. All these producers come in and start telling all these stories, and oh, I worked with them. I, I made a song with them, but it never came out. Want to hear it? And he like plays a little bit of it. Oh, that's awesome! Like, that's cool. Really, really awesome time. So there's been what some if, great <clears throat> gems in in those rooms. What if we hop into a room right now, live? Ooh. Do we have the technology? Just see. Kevin? I can mean, just hold my phone up to the mic, couldn't? Yeah, we? Greg can just. Uh, I the guess phone. so. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, oh snap! That's my, my favorite. I, I don't even know if <laughs> there's a space it. between club and room. Is it one word? Yeah, you're you know right. I mean? yeah, you're right Kevin. <laughs> I'm gonna just put club room one word question mark next to for the topic. All right, so like my, I'm on uh, the front page and I got a sing slash rap acapella presented by Music Patch. I got okay. Pigeon Beer Parlor, and then I got the Coop House. 
Dude, Dude, that's that's what's that? See, see the funny thing about this whole clubhouse sort of phenomenon is that there is already a competitor trying to do the same thing, and it's called App Stereo, uh -huh. and it says impromptu conversations iTunes. between entertaining strangers. And uh, and I found out about it because one of the guys from ESPN uh, tweeted out about you know just this random app, and I was like, oh, is this like a sort of clubhouse competitor? And it seems like it, but when you look for so the stat this app stereo thing only they only have fifty four followers on Twitter so I'm assuming the competition not going so great. Nah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so great. if it's what I think it is, Andy, it's not called app stereo. It's just it's an app called Stereo, and it's just oh, a new form dope, of podcast. Man. It's different than Clubhouse. I'm talking to some of their their people. We might be partnering with them on some stuff, but it's 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 a different type of thing. It's not it it's less like interactive and more just kind of like. You're making mini podcasts and stuff on it, and you can you could ask people to record messages for you to listen to. Because like the impromptu conversation <laughs> between entertaining changes, I just assume it's it seems like the audio form of Omegle, where mm. or, or or you know all those sites where you just kind of hop in and it's a webcam chat and a random person pops up and it could be an old dude cranking it or <laughs> or it could be you know yeah it's not like that playing music <laughs> you know. God, I, uh, it, would, my, it would happen, Kevin. It would scare the shit out of us. Oh, my my I, favorite thing to happen in the last like month is that I got an invite to Clubhouse from one of my comedian friends, and he was like, "Obviously, if you, if you ever want to get Nick to Nick Scarpino to join a new social network, you have to like coerce <laughs> and cajole me into doing this." I was like, "I right, don't, I don't know what this is." Nick, I need you to stop. Yeah. Oh, wait, who who's listening? Who's oh Tim's already in it. All right. So hey, everybody. Yeah, I started in my own room, everybody, on Clubhouses. I'm Greg Miller. Uh, I just saw Allie leave already. Thank you, Allie, for coming and leaving immediately. Uh, I started a room entitled, or titled, sorry, Andy Cortez. And currently, we have Grover in the room, Vince in the room, Kevin in the room, Tim in the room, and Vincent in the room. Oh, no, sorry, Grover Greg. left. I'm sorry, Grover Greg, left. Perez Hilton has a, has a room. I'm going to jump into that one. It's All right, Tim Getty, do you have a question I, about the Clubhouse room? I would like you to give a shout-out to Kevin, who in the chat right now is the one that called me out about Soldier Boy. Kevin, uh, shout out to you in the chat. You're the one who called out Tim on Soldier Boy. You might be watching. We're doing a, we're doing something called the Kind of Funny Podcast right now on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. You can get it at YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny uh, tomorrow. But here's where we come in and talk about Andy Cortez. Now, what I noticed the most about Andy is that when uh, Mega Ren mentioned, hey, there's a moan room, I went, ooh, Andy. And Andy let it go for a second, and then it clicked in his head of, like, what does that mean? <laughs> and so that's why I made this room is that this is a room we can all moan about Andy. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know I if that's what they meant by moaning, Greg. I think yeah. that's no, cool. they don't mean like bitching. Oh. It's called yeah. Clubhouse, not Club Room. Okay. Yeah, Clubhouse, Kevin. Yeah. One right. Right. Uh, hold on. Kevin Diaz has raised his hand. Kevin Diaz has something to say. We're going to mm -hmm. hit that button. And then I think that oh, lets him talk now. Kevin, hello. You're on the Kind of Funny podcast and in the room, Andy Cortez on Clubhouse. How are you? I'm, I'm, uh, doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing fantastic. How are you, good, sir? How I you? cannot complain. Are you watching the podcast as well, or are you just here on Clubhouse? You see, I'm not, I was on Twitter. I just got off of a podcast, but I usually watch company podcasts when I'm driving to work on Friday mornings. Oh man, you're about to have some inception tomorrow. If you can drink and forget about doing this tonight, then you'll wake up tomorrow and be like, I was on that podcast. <laughs> well, dude, yeah, I did not know that this was on the company podcast, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, so is this where we're going to be moaning 
about Amy Cortez. Like, That's right. We're like sharing our grievances, <laughs> if you will. It, it, I honestly, it's I like to leave it as a blank page that I wrote moan about Andy Cortez. And so you can take if you you want to you want to piss and moan about him. You want to moan you know in any kind of other way about him. You do it. You go pleasure. for it. Tell him pleasure. I mean, uh, like I feel like I feel like Andy has been a little bit too nice to Nick recently, right? Yeah. I think like mm. since we transitioned to stay at home, right? Like I feel like there's been a lot less banter on like how very apparent, you know, how how old Nick is. Sure. Right? Okay. Okay. Like, sure. Can we get like Kevin to leave quietly? Is that a thing? No, I understand, and but I, you understand what it's like, right? I mean like before it was all fun and games, but now Twice a week, every week on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, people see Nick come out there and try to do something and just fall down the stairs and he just falls down the stairs for three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad. Like it's like it's like Nick, you know, he always, you know, wants his what is it, six thousand, I think, five thousand, seven thousand, four thousand dollar PC. Seven thousand, like seven thousand, yeah. I, I can't like get the app, might, it's only like, Android. I don't let my uh uh you know elderly Wait, family members carry anything okay. too heavy. Hey, totally. <laughs> You know yeah, what I'm saying? It, it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's part of it, and too, and it's also like it's about the tools, right? Like I was saying earlier, right? You know, Picasso, he wasn't right, like, oh, how do I? I, I don't have the right paintbrush. I can't paint the 16th chapel here. You know what I mean? But Mike, <laughs> uh, my, you know, we got I got my partner over here, Nick, and he's like, if I don't have the right seven thousand dollar piece, you know, this has gone on long enough. I will thank you. You, I think you used the moan about Andy Cortez room correctly, and I appreciate that, Kevin. I try. All right, I we'll try. talk to you later. I try my best. All right. All right <laughs> Now, Nick, if you'd like to raise your hand, oh, you did. Hold on, I'm going to add you now. Hold on, Nick. Oh, you downloaded the app, Nick. Yeah, you have it. You're I'm here. On you this. can talk now. I'm on. Uh, Nick, you can <laughs> you can now address the room. You are a speaker as well. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I would like to just address anything. That... Oh, are you, he muted his mic. Hold on. I'm sorry. Sorry, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no. I'm just coming to this. So, what I what I'd like to say to Kevin first off, thank you for the pointed feedback. Right. Um, I'm sorry this about is the room to moan about Andy, and you somehow turned that into a low key burn on me. Kudos to you for that. That was masterful. But also, how dare you, sir? How dare you? So if we're going to talk shit about Andy, we should say that Andy has not extended invites to me to play Warzone in three days. Wow. I'm out in the cold over here. It's raining. I'm trying to get friends to come play with me. Nobody wants to play with me. And uh, I will also say, Tim has yet to thank me for using one of my two invites uh, to get him on Clubhouse. That is all. Bye. All right. Okay. I will say th thank you, Nick. Thank you very I'm much. I'm sorry. If you like, want to do this, you have to raise your hand in the. If you want to, if you want to be part of the Andy Moan Room, Tim, you have to raise your hand in Clubhouse. That's just, how it works. If you're just joining just us and your name's there. Blaine, I just want you to know that you're getting into a live. Uh, we're recording the kind of funny podcast, but we're talking about what is going on here in the Andy Cortez Room. Uh, do you on regret Clubhouse. this, Rand? You can be. Honest. Hold on, hold on. Yes, before Mega Rand, Mega Rand, before you answer, I want to. Somebody has raised their hand here in the Clubhouse Room. It is Mega Rand, so we're gonna let Mega Rand have the floor. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, thanks for uh, bringing me up to the stage, Greg. I appreciate it. Longtime fan. Um, name's Ran. I uh, I make music. Uh, Good to meet you. Thank you, thank you. I played at a show one time. Um, kind of funny live, I believe mm -hmm. it is. I may have mm -hmm. seen you guys there. Fun it was a really cool time. Mm -hmm. Um, interesting story there is that um, after that show, someone stole my Mega Buster. It was a really, really crazy story. Uh, I got off stage. I said, oh, man, this place is so great. And I left my little Mega Man arm cannon right on my merch table. And then uh, it was gone. And so I walked away dejected. And then I got a sudden tweet. And it was from the criminal stating, ha, 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 look what I found and tagging me in it. That really sucked. But I just want to say, 
by the end of that week, the Mega Buster was returned. Yay! <laughs> I thought so you were going to say, and that person, we don't it's know if that person's alive anymore. Well, it's <laughs> Andy Cortez, clearly. This is the Andy Cortez moan room, if you're just joining us, remember. Such this an is Andy, Andy Cortez moan room there. or whatever. I wasn't there. Well, you could have been. You don't know. You had an you know? invite. I don't know how, how it works. Come? I was watching uh, Rush, the uh, Rush, their final show, their final tour. Where we didn't know it at the time, but it was their final concert. That's the coolest. Andy, thing you've no, ever Andy said. it was KFL two. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, that was two. Oh, I was at two. I had mad strep throat, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should know. Not you shouldn't have come there. at all. You shouldn't. I, come was, I got so uh, many people sick. Probably. Uh, we're gonna have uh, Blaine Gibson has joined the Andy Cortez oh, room. We're gonna so call him to the front of the stage here inside of Clubhouse. Uh, hello, Blaine. Uh, you're at the Andy Cortez house. You're also on the Kind of Funny podcast, but you can only hear me because we're bad at stuff. How are you? Hey, great. Uh, uh, first time caller, long time listener. Uh, gotta say though, uh, early season Andy Cortez. I definitely preferred him. I'm not sure about current season andy cortez the mm -hmm. the writing's been a little bit off mm -hmm. and the character work has been it's been funky at best Big. um i'm hoping COVID, they'll be able to pull know. through for season finale but i don't know you know writer strike writer strike yeah <laughs> Andy Tell says it's a writer strike. He says it's too big for his strike. britches. Actually, I feel, oh, I feel yeah. like he just wants yeah. too much money. Uh, also, I tried to steal uh, Mega's Mega Blaster. Uh, my fingers were not. Uh, slippery enough i guess they were too sticky I, it, it didn't work out thick fingers, thick fingers. Okay. all right well thank you thank you for coming to talk about andy that means a lot to us you're having that. thank you, you can do this, uh, thing, this thing that they in clubhouse called ptr is pull to refresh and when you pull down your little thing there mm -hmm. it, it should uh refresh the order in the room Oh, so in I case see, people leave or move around or maybe they change Got their you. picture. So what you could do if you start like a kind of funny room, you could be like, everybody, change your avatar to the kind of funny logo or whatever. Oh, and yeah. then you could pull to refresh, bam, and then it gets, you'll see all the little cool well, things. Well, I've, I, Mega Rand has taught me here on the kind of funny podcast how to refresh my clubhouse app. So now I see more people. Thank you for joining the Andy Cortez room. You are part of a live kind of funny podcast where sadly you can only hear me and then you get to take the floor and you address the podcast. The podcast is Andy Cortez, Nick Scarpino, Tim Geddes, and published author. Mega Ran. Everybody go get his book right now. It's available everywhere. I'm going to do one more from the raised hand group. We're going to call on Tim Geddes uh, here for the Andy Cortez moan room and see what he has to say. Remember, you can interpret you can interpret uh, how uh, Andy moans or whatever you want it to be to be whatever you want it to be. Like, no one's going to judge you. It's how you do it. Just You know what I mean? Like, if you want to turn it around on I Nick, will, that's even fine. more confusing. It's even more I confusing now. I, I did just want to start off by saying that uh, they, Nick, they, I'm hearing myself in my headphones and I can't talk. This is like that challenge we did years ago where it was like telephone and we had to like yeah. do the lyrics of the song. Yeah, yeah. I don't like this whole lot. Just take, take it off. Your I can, I take, can walk you, you through it. It's okay. Only, the only people who can talk on the podcast are the ones Look at how good his right fucking now. hair looks. It's annoying. God, this is the worst thing in the world. I want to say thank you, Nick, for inviting me to this. Uh, it is due to your prestige that I, I'm allowed to now be on yet another blue check marked uh app program whatever you want to call it um i don't know how that works but you know what i think anyone on it is like that at this point and this is really Pretty stupid much, yeah. like i'm not enjoying this at all so, <laughs> thanks for that do you want to talk about andy no i like andy a lot oh. the only moment i want to give andy is this one no. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Do one more time. Good. Do more time. No, nice. Nick, why are you asking for more? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for joining uh, my first ever uh, room here on Clubhouse, Andy Cortez. I assume it'll be the most popular room 
uh, on all of Clubhouse, maybe only uh, rivaled by Soldier Boy, but we will wait and see on that. And if you talk, you can catch yourself on the Kind of Funny podcast, youtube.com slash Kind of Funny, your podcast services around the globe. Until next time, Andy? Uh. Oh, that was like a, that's a hurt, it hurt. We were like, oh, I know. Well, yeah, anyway, you can do the moan however you want it to be. You can be, yeah, you know. Just I, have a, I have a question for you all. And I, I think ahead, that Clubhouse, I think I read somewhere that Clubhouse was like going, it was opening up the gates to everyone like this week. So I'm probably late to this. But I have one invite left. Who should I give it to? Andy, do you want it? I don't, I mean, I have my iPad. So <laughs> it's technically an iOS device. Andy, well, it's it, it just, on Android. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, gotta be Android. I thought you couldn't. I thought it wasn't there yet. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's, it's iPhone called, only. It's not Clubhouse with a little it's purple icon and it's some sort of flag. Join Clubhouse. Please no, join that, Kevin, know. and read, give See your what credit happens. card to them. Just yeah. give yeah. Their, no, your credit card to me. Don't give the company software card to them, team. but give your not the company card. card not the yeah. company card. Yeah, that's right, project yeah. management software, Kevin. Right, um, Andy, what I'll say is maybe I'll give it to you just so you can get your name on it on the odd chance that this is an app that we all are crapping on right now, but a year from now we're just on that. We're just Huge. on it. Like that's why I jumped on it. That's why I buy in. You think we buy in early? Get get in the stock trade. I I mean I never buy in early, and I'm not even sold on Twitter yet. I'm still waiting for that one to crash, but. <laughs> but I'll, I'll send you the invite and you can go on on your iPad and just get your name. How's that sound? Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Cool. Ran, do you, do you have anybody in the music community who's told you about really, really terrible shows that they've tried to do like this whole amphitheater thing? And when you hear any of these bad stories of bad venues, compare those to early shows that you've done, which ones would you prefer? You mean like mm. a year ago? Like, um, you never really stop having the possibility of bad shows, though. Like, things can always happen. But, um, yeah, I, I think the worst to me, it scares me because I don't know a ton about technology. Like, literally, what I've learned about streaming has been in the last 12 months. And so I get extremely nervous before I do a live stream event, you know, things like because I just know that everything has to be perfect and i'm it's like going to a live show also being the ticket taker at the door the sound <laughs> guy <laughs> the security and the performer you know and in charge of cleaning up afterwards you know like you are everyone in this situation so at least when i show up at a bad show and it's like oh they got bad sound i can blame the, the staff or whatever but it's literally all on me like because there's no one else here so uh that makes me extremely nervous um so i don't know if it's any worse you know but the worst show i've seen I've, or i've seen some bad situations where i've invited artists to come and play shows with me who didn't have a lot of you know um experience or i didn't know what to ask them like hey how fast is your internet like is your computer you know not 15 years old you know and <laughs> yeah other things. like I, I didn't ask the right questions so when they get on the stage and on, on the show they're like oh god yeah and i'm like okay guys you know like so that that's worse to me that's far worse because that's unwatchable you know so i feel like it's more of an embarrassment especially when we're starting this new thing because it, it'll make people not necessarily want to come back you know they're like are you sure you got it together you know so i get a little <laughs> scared of that, you know so but i've had bad shows like at comic cons or paxes where they're like oh you need to use sound equipment like i don't know i just thought you just 
rapped. That. You know, <laughs> yeah. you just had that stuff. Yeah. Like I've been at comedy clubs trying to do music, and they're like, "Oh, this the speakers are in the in the ceiling, so good luck with that." You know, and uh, so yeah, I've had crazy stuff happen, but I think it's worse in a live stream scenario because you you can kind of lose that trust instantly because it's such a new thing. You know. Well, also, it's just so easy for people to leave the show. Right? Oh, yeah. Like you don't, you have just... zero, zero investment. You didn't get out. You didn't go buy a ticket. You didn't do any of this stuff. Like, you didn't get your jeans on. Oh, man, I had to wear jeans the other day. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, didn't go well. Jeez. Didn't go well. Yeah. What's the last time everyone wore jeans in this room? Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's the hard thing. Is like, And that, that's the same thing with comedy where it's like it's just the investment level from the audience is so low that they're just like, I, I don't care about this at all. Yeah. But honestly, like, of the shows that I have done, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback of just saying like hey i know this is not ideal but thank you so much for doing it because mm -hmm. it gives me something different to look forward to and especially when we were able to get out and do some parklet shows like everything opened back up now in san francisco but people are just trying to figure out regulations and seeing if it's safe enough to, to do shows again but the number one piece of feedback was like dude this was awesome i know it's hard for you guys i know you can't hear yourself you can't see half the audience but for for everyone to get just a little slice of normalcy um it's it's very very good for them. So it's it's awesome that you're doing it because I yeah, trust me. There's plenty yeah. tons of people out there that need it right now for sure. For sure, I get a ton a ton of email about it where people are like, "Dude, like," or I just never thought I'd see you live. Like, hey, I live in Australia and I've never yeah. you know would have made it to a show. So this is cool. Or I really needed this entertainment, need this little bit of an escape. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I know that people appreciate it. So that's what makes me continue to do it. But I think it was, you know, it was interesting. You saw it with Sundance too, right? Where people this year have been tweeting about like, oh my God, like this is so, so much better for Sundance because you can just go see these films online, right? Rather than have to buy the plane ticket, buy the hotel, buy the ticket to, you know, do all these different things. So Spend it's like 14 hours in a row watching movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's such, so many weird pros and cons to this that you never would have thought about. Nicholas. Yeah, you guys ever think when you go to the Sundance Festival that you're going to wear the exact outfit that Lloyd wore in Dumb and Dumber with the big poofy boots that are like furry? I always thought oh, about that. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I have never once thought about going to Sundance, the festival. I mean, oh, I want to go people. so bad. Well, you've been to Park City, haven't you? No. Uh, I've only been to Park City one time, and I got sent on one of those. You're, you're talking about that Bethesda trip that they sent everybody to. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was Bethesda or not. I can't remember what it was. And actually, that doesn't sound right because it was a Sean White snowboarding game that we went for. And we just Good got you. to hang out with Sean White in the bougiest hotel for like three days wow. to interview him for 15 seconds about a game that he knew very little about. There's no disrespect wow. to Sean White, but he was just like, I'm getting paid to be here. What's up? And he was a really I, nice guy. I miss game events, man. Just people wasting money. Yeah. <laughs> what was, wait, what was the I Bethesda event, Greg? It was pretty much the exact same thing you're talking about. Yeah, you're, yeah. that was Ubisoft. Or no, wasn't it? Yeah, Ubisoft for Sean White. Uh, the Sean Bethesda White. one was – I didn't go to either, it's but it was the one where they yeah. they did – they got to play Skyrim for the first time. They, they oh, played a whole bunch of Skyrim, cool. and they, they so they made them go up to the mountains and shit. It was a big deal. And oh, Mayday like Hearn fun. talked about how the shower was amazing because it was like some crazy, like, I don't know, infinity shower or some crap like that. I don't know. Remember oh, we wow. almost sent Joey to some country in Europe – Joey, yeah, like yeah Joey Noel, Noel with right? like two days' notice, almost went to what was it, Sweden or whatever, to for a Lego thing. Oh, that would have been so cool! <laughs> wow. I would have done it. I was like, "Do you have a passport?" She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Do you want to go to Sweden on Friday?" She's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "All right." I guess. <laughs> going going back to the Sundance thing real quick. I I've never had any interest in going because I. I am interested in movies, not so much a bunch of movies back to back, you know, sure, sure. Uh, but recently there was a documentary made about my high school, which is super random. Really? Uh, and it debuted at Sundance. Oh, and that's cool. I was looking into it and I was like, oh, shit, I actually I want to watch this. And they're like, oh, like 
click here. You can watch. I'm like, that's awesome. And I click in. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers are trying to get me to buy like a three-day film festival pass. Mm -hmm. And it was like hundreds of dollars. And I'm like, that's cool. I get it for the people that are doing that. But it's also like, all right, a little a la carte would be nice for some of these things. Because I I would totally pay like $20 or whatever to see this. Because I get it. You know, they're not making... There's not like a full distribution plan for this or something. So it's like getting some money there more than normal. I'm, I'm cool with, but I don't want to pay hundreds of dollars to watch one thing. No, I mean, yeah, if, you, if you're like festival going is like a thing, right? If you're, if you go to film festivals, like if you talk to like Matt Rohrbeck, right? He goes and he tries to watch like as many films as he possibly can because he loves it A and then B, you know, he usually gets paid to write about it. To me, it's always just been like, they're cool, but I've just never been motivated to go to one of them. I've always kind of like Kevin and I were talking about. I think we tried to get the press stuff for uh, uh, for TIFF for Toronto International we Film Festival. Got and we got denied. <laughs> we got denied. We just got like boom. Woo, uh, as did a lot of people, obviously, because they were. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I would love to go to one, but it's one I'm just not motivated to try and get the credentials and try to get out there. But it would be cool to be like. Because Park City is so small that it would be so cool to be like walking around and be like, is that James Cameron? Is that like, you know, just see people who are having films that are going. I don't know if James Cameron goes to Sundance anymore. Probably not. But it would just be cool to kind of be in that environment. I want everybody here on the call, including Kevin, to predict when the next convention they'll be at in person, live in action. Mm. Mm. E3 2022. Yeah, right. E3 ain't See, coming back. Yeah, that's the bigger thing is I don't know if E3 is going to be a thing. You think it's I, done? I, I Comic-Con think, for sure will come back. Yeah, I think Comic-Con. that RTX 2022 is probably the next one we're at. Yeah. Oh, let me think. Um, I'm going to say PAX East 2022. Damn, February. Hmm. So like about a year from now. I mean, they'll move it back a little bit maybe, but... um. Isn't this year's? Yeah, isn't they're predicting PAX East this year? Isn't it way they're closer? They're trying to move back this this way this year too. Um, so by then, yeah, June. They, they, PAX East is June this year. Which oh, is if they go June again, twenty twenty two. Oh, that's yeah. better for the weather at least. <laughs> yeah, that's that would be PAX East. Week. That would be E three yeah. week maybe. Whoa, 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 yeah, exactly. Whoa. Yeah, they're they're trying to push back to June this year. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. not gonna make. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, how yeah, these yeah, things yeah. are. They refuse to. They refuse to no. die. They refuse to admit that there's a global pandemic that we can't fight. <laughs> They're like, no, no, what's gonna happen? It's, it's, I, it's I feel fine. like there's issues with that contractually. Where it, there are. Like, this goes yeah, back you know to when we mean? used to. Yeah, we used to debate uh, yeah. about other people canceling. Yeah, it's all you can't cancel. Otherwise, you if you cancel, then you right. cancel. You lose, you lose all your you money. Yeah. If you just let it get close enough to where the city's like, no, you can't throw a thing. You're like, all right, we did everything we could. We still keep your yeah. money in. We're pushing <laughs> it back. We're WrestleMania last year with um Tampa, where like a lot of the oh. hotels were like, like okay, it looks like it's not happening. And they, I was um, what's that event? WrestleCon. So they did this big convention every that follows WrestleMania. And they were trying to cancel on the hotel, and the hotel was like, <laughs> "If you cancel, you owe us everything." Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. All right, we're just gonna literally wait until like the week before. So, so they couldn't let anyone who was coming in cancel their hotel rooms or anything. Yeah. It was just a mess. That's so. You know? But yeah, like this game of chicken where you got to be like, "Yeah, nope, who's gonna you blink?" Cancel. <laughs> you know, you can't cancel because then you're liable. So yeah, yeah. I, real event. It's crazy. Because it's also who will be standing and who will get it together and be back for stuff. I could see 2022 makes sense. I could see Comic-Con. I could see a PAX West. Yeah. Okay. E3, Definitely I don't think it'll be E3. Right? 
Well, Ethereal, I mean, Ethereal happened to some degree, don't you think? Just maybe not the massive show that it was prior. But I'm sure I mean, this year something. E3 will happen in some way. Probably yeah. the ESRB will try to pull or ESA will try to pull something together, and yeah. then I think it will not be a success. And uh, there will, will there be any uh, ESA next yeah. <laughs> next year? <laughs> That's where I think you're more at. That's the yeah. thing with all of these. Like you look at Reed Pop and everybody else who throws these conventions. It's like. Like Reed Pop, especially like you know they have obviously this arm and they've seen layoffs. You look at like U.S. Gamer closing and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of different moving parts to it, but obviously live events it was a huge thing for them. It was Reed Pop events and that they were making all their money on. So when there's no events, what does that look like and how do you bounce back from that? I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking Pax West. Yeah, we're gonna sound like idiots. So we're gonna sound like a bunch of idiots on this podcast. Nah, I mean, nobody knows. Who knows? We're all just we're all just we're all just hopefully speculating. Like for me, that's my thing. Is like I really hope. I mean, out of all of them, if I had to pick one, I hope Comic Con comes back because Comic Con to me was just such a fun, great thing to look forward to. And taking over the entirety of downtown San or the Gaslight District, San Gaslamp District in San Diego, and seeing like the comedy shows that popped up and like the nightlife and just being able to roam around. Like I miss that. I miss that a lot. E3, on the other hand, if it was a smaller convention, I don't think that would that would that wouldn't bum me out too much because I think all the people that I'd want to see would still go anyway. Like, let's put it this way: if they brought E3 back and we're like, "Hey, we're not going to open it up to the public," I wouldn't be crestfallen. <laughs> that would be mm-hmm. so awesome. That would be so yeah, freaking great. awesome. Well, that's oh how it God. used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, but like. My first year at Kind of Funny was E3 when they opened up to the public. So I never got to experience the the non-public version of it. That I mean, there were still that. people there that were, you were like, yeah, you were like, you, you should, <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're, you probably shouldn't be here. But, but like it was, yeah, I mean, yeah, E3 is just one of those, those events. Yeah. Same with concerts. I think they, the major like musicians are like, I got some friends at like Live Nation and Ticketmaster and they're like 2022 for the A-list artists for sure. But I feel like a lot of indie smaller bands are going to start this year. They probably already started in a lot of places like trying to do shows. So I feel like end of this year, I've been getting offers for like fall, like winter touring stuff. And I'm like, mm, I don't feel comfortable right now. I don't sure. even want to say yes to something right now, knowing that like yeah. numbers are still going up and new strains and I don't even want to bother. I've had it's, tickets to Rage Against the Machine for like a year and uh, a half. Me now. too. Oh my god! And I'm just like, come on, pandemic! Like, let's let's get over this. So we can go see them. Yeah, oh, I got yeah. that Weezer Hella Mega Tour with uh, Green Day tickets, and like, oh. I get the email every so often from Ticketmaster, like, coming up this summer. I'm like, the fuck it is. No, get out of here. You know it's what I mean? Not. Yeah, they're not going to cancel. Like, they can't cancel. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I have I'll be 50 years old. Tickets. It'll be telling me about this. It's thing. coming. It's coming. You have Lupe Fiasco. Like, is Rage going to want to? tour again like i, I, yeah. I mean <laughs> they, I, you have question. to imagine they barely wanted to tour the first time like all right let's get out and do one more and now with that list they're probably like forget it we're not doing it you say about lupe so, fiasco hey what'd you say about lupe i i got lupe fiasco tickets that just keep getting pushed back but the problem for me is i bought tickets for like 12 people and so i'm just like i feel uh-huh. bad asking them for the money because i'm like oh. well I don't want to ask you for money for something that might not happen. I, I'm fine right now, but it just sucks. I only bought like, three I, tickets. I keep getting emails push. like with the date just being kicked back and back. I'm like, all right, this sucks. Just cancel yeah. it, but I know they can't. Well, that's the one he was going to do the full album, right? The, yes. The Food album. and liquor, Food dude. Liquor. Oh. Front to back. Oh. 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 Yeah, I See, I bought, I bought three tickets to Rage because I was like, I know that the two people I'm buying tickets for 
there's like a 50 50 shot that they're going to back out on me and i know i can i can easily get two two other people to sub in from my group oh, of friends sure. in san francisco to go see rage against the machine pretty easily my, my friend bought it for me and i was i was on the um i was on the joko cruise when this all went down i was in the worst place you could be <laughs> on a cruise ship oh god and, you're lucky you're stuck like, in a harbor in san francisco i thought for we were gonna weeks. be stuck i was like we're not getting off this boat like we are not getting off and sure enough somehow they got us off the boat. They didn't stop us. They didn't take temperature or anything. They were like, this way, here you go. Just got us out of there. But like That's my hell. for the first like three, four days, we're like, we're not going online. We're not going to watch the news. We're not watching anything. And then we're like, I think we should watch the news. And then we found out Tom Hanks had it. Then the NBA uh-huh. was canceled. And I'm like, oh, no. What's weird is I'm watching a show right now, a reality show that was filmed right at the beginning of COVID. And so as we're at the end of it, we're getting to the episodes where they're like, I think this COVID thing is going to be pretty like serious. And one of the characters literally was like, oh, my God, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson Hanks have COVID. They've tested positive for this. And they're all like freaking out. And it's totally like reliving it of being like, yeah. y'all have no idea what you're in for. <laughs> you're watching you it. You're, you're no literally the always idea. sunny meme of just like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you're all fucking going down because we were all that same people. Day to day. I would ask you guys, like in your art and music, Music and and movies. Do you want to see COVID touched no. on at all? Because no. I don't. And I was just uh, reading about. I think Ice T said that the new ep- the new seasons of SVU are going to address COVID and make they're going to have them mask sometimes. And and I'm like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> We're no, living that. Either. So you're telling me they named this beer after a <laughs> disease? <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I do. I feel like it's an That's important thing Andy. to touch on, and, and you can't. Like it's weird watching stuff nowadays where they're not where oh, I get so uncomfortable. They're not talking about yeah. things. When like, you see, when I see like people it. gathering in groups in movies now or doing whatever, it's like, oh my god! I, I was watching something we did, and I, I on stage I hugged somebody, and it was just like such a weird like, oh my god! Like what a crazy thing of like to look back at how it used to be. I mean, I watched the movie Hitch the other day, and I saw them all in a bar. Like he just, yeah. I was like, uh, it, it does give you a little weird anxiety. You're like, you should not be in that bar. There's too many people in that bar. This is definitely yeah, not COVID uh, compliant. Uh, but like, I, I'll say this: like, part of the reason that I just didn't want to do comedy for a really long time was because I was the same reason. Like when when Trump got elected, everyone had Trump jokes, and I was just like, I'm. It's too overwhelming. Same with coronavirus. I want this thing to be done, and I want I want there it, it to be outlawed that anyone can tell a COVID joke because there have been so many of them. Everyone opens their sets up with, whoa, we're all still stuck in this pandemic. It's like, yeah, no shit, dude. Tell a joke about anything other than COVID because nobody wants to be reminded that we're stuck in our homes right now. That's my perspective no. on it, at least. I, I agree I with know. that. I don't know. And we'll but hear, unless it's really we'll funny. hear more after a like word Andy's. from our sponsors. That's right, Andy. If you didn't know, this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week, twice oh, a wow. week, four, sometimes five, <laughs> best friends gather on these microphones, coming to bullshit with each other and you. If you enjoy that, you can head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny, where, of course, you can get the show ad for in the middle of the intro. You have something you have something to add, Nick? No, I'm, just, I'm, raising, my, I'm raising my hand for when you're ready to come to me. Like a, You're like going to get very, like very tired. It's going to be on. Uh, we go to patreon.com slash kind of funny get each and every episode ad free to ask us questions of course to get the exclusive post show we do over there of course you could be like our patreon producers of course (laughs) these patreon producers are from the month of january when we celebrated our sixth anniversary which means you came out in droves and we love you so deep breath (gasps) 
Thank you, Graham of Legend, David Mindtel, Recasted Podcast, oh, Food great. Kid Fat City, which is a fucking great. name. Yes. Great. Joy, aka Joseph O. Youssef. Uh, Aaron, not Aaron, but E R I N, not Aaron, A A R O N. Willie D. Billums. Uh, That's <laughs> Alexander a great name. Knoxel. That's a great name. That's a good one, too. Julian, the gluten free gamer. Danny Rodriguez. Javi Rodriguez. King Vin. Tyler uh, Wodan. Uh, Corey. Wallerstead, uh, Devin Holbrook, James Davis, aka at James Davis Makes, Greg, two G's in the front, two G's in the back. I don't see that often. Uh, the nanobiologist, DJ Kento, uh, Ricky L. Wanger, uh, <laughs> Caesar Palafox, uh, Devin Carter, Steve Powers. <laughs> That's a good name. It's not Burt Meg level, but <laughs> Ricky L. Wanger. That's a good name. I like that. Mark Freeman, Andrew C., Pizza Burgers, Ryan Trimble, Kieran O'Donnell and Keith A. Lewis. Today, we're brought to you by youtube.com slash plays. And hey, let's talk about them right now. What's up, motherfucker? It's me, Greg Miller, and this is the ad. That's right. It's not a real sponsorship, so I can curse to do whatever I want. And I can come up here and be like, I got no hand. Oh, you can see the hand, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> did you know we have right? a... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know we have a new YouTube channel? It's called youtube.com slash kindoffunnyplays. It's all the streams we do each and every weekday on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Uploaded to youtube.com slash kindoffunnyplays for your viewing enjoyment. In January, we heard you. You don't, ha you don't have time for Twitch. You can't go over there. Of course, if you have Amazon Prime, you have uh, Twitch. What do they call it? You have Prime Gaming, which means you can go over and give us your free 30-day subscription. If you're not using it, they're just taking that money and sitting on it. Take Bezos' money before he leaves. Give it to us. That's what I say. But, but Beyond all that, uh, if you miss any of the fun stuff we do over there, whether it's Nick just being terrible at Warzone, whether it's me being awesome at Bloodborne, whether it's Snowbike Mike bringing the hype, you can go to youtube.com slash kindoffunnyplays. It would mean a lot if you went over there and subscribed, even if you never want to watch it. Okay? Back to the podcast, where I won't curse ever again, motherfucker. Nick, you've been raising your hand that entire time. You kept it up nice and strong. I'm very proud of you. You didn't immediately fold like a folding chair. You're what do you got for me? Guy. I just, you know, guy. I work out. I work out. I want to I want to tell you guys a story of, of compassion and I want to tell you a story of 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 the human spirit. This is going to be the biggest and bullshit thing of all time. I want to tell you a story in. about that's that's going to inspire you to your very core to be kind to your fellow human. Sure. Okay. I go to Starbucks this morning. As you guys know, yeah. I've moved. I'm currently living in a dance studio. Uh, and the Starbucks near me is full of people who are just superb human beings. Very nice, on the ball. You know, remember my order. They're just, they just are taking pride in their work here. Which is, you know, sometimes rare for a Starbucks. Sometimes, I mean, Starbucks, I don't expect that at most of the time. I just, it's nice to see it. Go to get the Starbucks this morning, get a turkey bacon sandwich, right? Got to run some errands, had to do some errands for some people, do some stuff, I'm moving, I'm shaking. Get that, get my coffee, leave. Come back three hours later after running a slew of errands. And I'm like, I'm hungry again, but I'm not going to be able to get real food. Maybe I'll just go back to that same Starbucks and I'll just get a turkey bacon sandwich, right? Yeah. Go, yeah. the same person's working there. She goes, hey, Nick, what's going on? I was like, it's going to sound crazy to you. Please don't judge me. But I just want another turkey bacon sandwich. And she was like, do you want the venti iced coffee? No sweetener again? And I'm like, no, it's been a little too long. I shouldn't do that. And she goes, are you sure? Because you know what? I'll give you that 50, 50 cent refill right now if you want it. I'll wow. give it to you 50 cents. Whoa. She goes, you get a refill. And normally, guys, I don't know if you know this about Starbucks, it's usually a one-hour limit. If you're out or if you leave the store, they usually like pretty sticklers about that. But I was like, I was so taken aback by this. I'm like, that I was like, I do want this. I do want <laughs> you got a, thir a third venti iced coffee. 
I'll take that today. And yep. then I tipped her. I tipped her a dollar. I was like, this is really cool that you did a that. A true triumph went, of the oh. human spirit. Wow. I mean, I respect they that. should write a story about it, a two-hour-long epic about it, please. Uh, it, it definitely gave you energy. And like, I don't know if the days line up. But do you say that was today or yesterday because this happened? Yeah, I'm because, drinking it right now. This is oh, it right okay. here. Well, because yeah. something else must have happened yesterday because yesterday – uh yeah. nick came to my place to drop something off as he does every once in a while mm -hmm. and the last couple times he's done this i've always noticed something weird going on <laughs> but it wasn't until yesterday that i caught him in the act and what's happening is i will hear like idiot. him downstairs and then I, I like i hear him at the door and i hear like a bunch of like beep 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 like on like a keypad yeah and then i, I just hear him going <laughs> just that just yeah this, yeah that it's that, that noise and i'm just like oh god fuck. nick's here all right and i go downstairs and then i realized that nick thought he was touching my doorbell with the camera and he's been like making faces into what's just a keypad there's no <laughs> no camera on it 100 100 and i was like nick nick the, the camera and the doorbell are over there <laughs> that is exactly what happened because like i've been I've i been feel no shame because I've been wanting to post about it. So I've been trying to go back on my camera feed to find the the footage that inevitably would be your dumb face, like all up in it. Oh, and it's, it's going to be next time. It's yeah, just not sure. there. And I'm like, nope. what's going on? And then I realized it, you're at the wrong thing. <laughs> yep. 100%. What, what happened was I walked up to the door and I was like, I don't understand how to ring the doorbell here. So I started pressing the touch pad. Right, doorbell. And, and it started giving me feedback of just beeping. And I was like, well, this is good enough for me. So I just yeah. kept pressing it. And then I would see the look on your face when you'd open the door, and Kevin will appreciate this. Kev, it was like that yeah. mildly annoyed Tim look, and I'm like, it's working. So I'll just keep doing the same thing over <laughs> Tim, and over again. Tim, when when you were setting up all your Nest stuff, I was like, you know what we should do is we should put a camera right here. And you were like, there's no need for a camera right here. And like here you, it is. I mean, you we could have had that would have been ten. We could have had footage right there. Yeah, of this. ten sucks. great it's tweets so right there of me being so stupid. It would have been so funny. All right, well, lessons for next yeah. time. I mean, look, now I know where the camera is, Tim, and now I, I will rectify the situation. Yeah, but that's going to be a close-up camera of your face. I want, a, a, like, a wide shot of you hunched over, leaning into the, the <laughs> Thinking this is a camera. Like that, like that <laughs> one time my wife look. took a picture of me taking a selfie of myself, and it was the most embarrassing thing I've ever done in my life. She's just straight up putting me on blast. Love it. God bless her. Somebody's got to. I feel like nobody takes you down a peg. And so somebody's got. Oh it. yeah, definitely. Oh. No one in this group ever thinks to take me down a peg. I'm just running rampant out there, just going crazy in this group. Oh, Nobody oh. ever gives me shit at all on any of our Twitch three-hour streams, where Snowbike Mike, Andy, and Kevin are just tearing me down every single second. God, be a fucking baby about Everyone, it. Everyone, go follow us. On <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see a man have a nervous breakdown, that's where you go. Mega, what have uh, you been playing lately? Oh man, uh, I just got an Xbox. Series X, so I've been going crazy nice. on Game Pass, man. Uh, uh, Game Pass is the shit. Um, right. So I've been playing a lot of Cyber Shadow. Uh, oh yeah, super hard. This thing it might be harder than Ninja Gaiden, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think that was possible. Um, but yeah, it's got enough like Mega Man feel to it that's really got me into it. I love the like. I, I feel like I'm getting pretty far, but it's a pretty good like meaty game. Uh, so I've been playing that. You talk uh, about Cyber Shadow? Yes, mm -hmm. I love it.
I just beat um, it last night, Ran. You oh, beat it? Here we go. Right. Here we go. Damn, Damn man. Man. good shit. So cool. I beat it so last cool. night. Ran, prepare for the biggest bullshit stuff you've ever seen <laughs> in a video game in your life. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was so tilted last night with what this game introduces towards the end, where it's like, hey, we've done a little bit of platforming. How about right before Final Boss, let's introduce the longest platforming section with no checkpoints whatsoever and oh. you are trying to do these special ground that might be where i am doing the the, the 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 dash move and like all these things at once that i'm like i just learned this move now yeah. i have to use it 45 <laughs> times to get across here they you just know, ruin it's, the it's, momentum yeah but yeah, I, I beat the final brutal. boss after like it took me about 25 minutes to be the final boss. It took me about an hour and a half to get to that platforming section. Damn, I was dude. so frustrated. But I That's beat it. That's crazy. Congrats. The boss, fight, the boss fight was fun. Congrats. Uh, but it's, okay. it's a hard game. It's a hard it's game. It's hard. I was just saying, awesome. like, I think this game might be harder than Ninja Gaiden. And Ninja Gaiden is pretty impossible. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, it's pretty brutal. So I've been playing that a lot lately. Um, let's see. What else? I just started Yakuza. Oh, no. Which um, one? Uh, the... I guess this is the first one, Kiwami, which is like okay. a remake of the first one, I think. Yeah. I don't know. So I've been playing that a lot. I really like it. Um, what else? Um, I just jumped on. Usually today, Throwback Thursday, we've been playing through Halo games. So we're ah, playing. O Greg's favorite. We're playing, we're playing ODST right now, and man, that game was a little bit of a slog. I didn't. I don't remember it. I don't even know if I played it originally, but it's a lot more like detective and like slower less yeah. running and gunning so um and you're not like master chief so you don't have this like the auto heal armor so mm. it's it's a uh, it's hard and i've been playing them all in legendary so that's been brutal i i but. did the love about ods here you're always switching perspectives and kind of seeing the other side of of the other sort of orbital drop shock troopers Nick. nailed, it. nailed it andy good orbital job drop shock troopers Nick. good job okay. You listening, Nick? Four listening cool words. Yeah, he's Googling. Or, or, he's Googling. Or, 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 I was Googling Cyber Shadow. This looks really cool. I'm sorry. I'm oh, still yeah. stuck on that. That looks <laughs> awesome. Whatever you're talking dope. about, Halo, I don't care. I don't have an Xbox <laughs> or a PC because Tim won't get me one. Um, so, uh, no, so Tim yeah, won't get you a $7,000 PC. There's a difference. There. <laughs> I don't see a difference, Andy. Do you see yeah. a difference here? I don't know. No, but this Cyber Shadow game looks dope. I might play this. And the music is like really good. The music's really good. Dude, Vert, man, I'm telling you, if you guys aren't familiar with Vert, it's Vert. The goat. That's who Vert is. The artist that did the music for one of the artists that did the music in Cyber Shadow, and it is freaking, it's sick, nasty. So did Shovel Knight as well. Yep. Oh, nice. Vert is like a chiptune god. Um, absolutely brilliant. Played yeah, a show together gotta, during, I think, GDC, and like he blew me away. That's I gotta, awesome. I got a question today of like, Andy, do you prefer the soundtrack of Cyber Shadow or the Messenger? And for me, the mm -hmm. like the Messenger is so special to me because of the 16 and 8 bit renditions mm -hmm. of them, like of mm -hmm. having to have two different soundtracks and hearing the change when you finally hit that kind of yeah. Christopher Nolan moment of like, oh my god, I'm in 16 bit now and everything looks different. Like, what an awesome moment in games. Video games are cool, man. Let's keep talking about music. Of course, it makes sense with Mega Rain here. Of course, hey. recording artist. You all know you should go listen to his stuff. Of course, buy his book, Dream hey. Master. There it is. There it is. I'm getting all the plugs in for you, Mega. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Arvel Krynid, long time, far from first time, writes into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and says, I have been a huge fan of the Pet Shop Boys basically all my life. And there is one term that the singer of the group coined when he was thinking about the duo's biggest period in their careers. The so-called imperial phase. 
Think of it as a time in someone's career where everything that they did was a certified hit. Think Madonna and Michael Jackson in the 80s, Taylor Swift in the 2010s, or Johnny Ace's imperial phase in 2018-2019. Yeah, that's Nick. Who do you think has their imperial phase right now? What artist should have their imperial phase again? And what artist would you like to see at the top of their game? And uh, what do you think of your own imperial phase? Uh, wow. Do you have mo- moments where you, th- where you have been thinking of having peaked at something? Ooh. Lots of no. going on there, but I guess <laughs> no. <laughs> Nick never peaked. Never, yeah. peaked. never peaked. No, that's that's a really good thing. I, I was thinking about this recently, uh, and I almost put it in my my Twitter bio because I was just thinking about it. I'm like, I am not an expert at anything. I am just an enthusiast at, at many mm-hmm. things, and it's like there is a, a difference because I've seen people like kind of, uh, you know critique and question my knowledge on things and i'm like i never claimed to know anything but <laughs> i have claimed to be a big fan of many things and it's just like yeah. enthusiasts is everywhere i'm at so i have not peaked in terms of being an expert on anything to answer the first part of the question i've said this many times but ariana grande is in it right now every single thing she does is just hit after hit after hit on top of quantity and quality like she's constantly putting things out reinventing putting something out, letting it have its moment, and then putting out a new ver- deluxe version that adds four new hit singles, like back to back to back. And on top of all that, she does a really good job of putting on uh, the the new artists, the new up and coming people where it's like, yeah, she went from Nicki Minaj, but now she's doing songs that uh, have Doja Cat and have a lot of the more up and coming like TikTok uh, type of uh, artists and stuff. And I just think it's awesome to to see somebody that is doing it and has been in that phase for now at least three years and looks like she is not slowing down anytime soon. Okay. Okay. Good one. I think Rihanna has been in this state of like winning constantly. And I guess she hasn't put out a record in a while, but it's I been think a long time. Yeah. That's probably why, because I think everything else is working out so well, like literally anything she touches you know, and all these different brands have really popped off. So I think she's due for like the biggest release, but I think Ooh. she's kind of taking her time. And um, no, I feel like Drake would have been one as well because Drake kind of can't miss, you know, when he, even when he just throws something out in quarantine, it like it works. So I've been hearing rumors that he's got a new thing coming as well. But I guess all the Drake. big guys are just trying to wait like until they can tour or whatever. But um, but yeah, I think Drake has been in this almost perpetual state of imperial because he's never missed, you know, like yeah. even when rumors came out that he wasn't writing his own music, like just moving on and just just still like maybe bigger than before. So I don't know. I think Drake is like eternally <laughs> imperial. Um, but um, as far as myself, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a really good groove right now. I've been um, this year. Just trying to challenge myself more. So now I'm the next thing I'm targeting is YouTube. Just youtube.com slash megaram, by the way. Um, so now I'm doing a freestyle Friday. So I'm gonna f- do a new freestyle drop every Friday about 3 p.m. where I get on a beat, either a classic beat of my own or a classic beat of someone else's, write some very new, recent kind of stream of consciousness rhymes. So maybe I'm referencing the, you know, the election or whatever, you know. So, so they're very recent. Yeah, this podcast might be in there. I was on a bad podcast. (laughs) Now I got to go real fast. There you go. You can take that. That's for you. Take that. Throw it right out. Throw that right out. (laughs) So, yeah, trying to make it like like a bit of a time capsule of what I'm doing while I'm at home. So I have something to look back on. Like, oh, yeah, that's what you were up to, you know. Um, 
so yeah, that, that's, I feel like I'm in a really good groove. I mean, the, the book came out in January, um, and then the last day of January, Black Materia Remake released, which oh, is yeah. something we've been working on for probably five years, you know, just as far as I building. missed that. Damn, you I've been waiting it. for it. I've been Wait, waiting. I did right. not know it came it's out. Right. That's, hell yeah, that's my night. That's the 31st great. was 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 really important to me because that's the anniversary of when I first released it. And the 31st was the day that FF7 came out in Japan. So I'm really good on really like it's important to me to match dates with things. So we've been working so hard to match that and get it onto that date. So shout out to Game Chops Records. It is out right now. It's 22 tracks. It's huge. But like it's it's oh man, it's an experience. It feels like a movie. You know, it's narrated by some of our friends. Uh, Austin Creed does the yeah. introduction. Um, I'm doing guy. a bunch of... Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I do a bunch of really, really awesome raps. I got a bunch of friends on there that make some incredible beats. And yes, so so now I feel like I might be ready to enter the next phase of Mega Ran. Like with this book on the first day mm-hmm. and then the the black material release i'm in a zone man i'm grooving i think i I think this might be it for me like this is the imperialist state of megaran you're in it you're living it right now your best life love it bask drink it (laughs) (laughs) tim tim here's what i here's i'm gonna make a a business proposition right now let's do it and it doesn't benefit any of you at all um what i'm what i uh what i'm proposing is you send me to a producer boot camp for okay. like a month, right? We get a we uh-huh. get a really really uh, popular beat maker, somebody who's really good at boy at just instrumentation. Because I feel like I got the stuff, I just don't know the tools, man. Like I could, you know, like I I used to fuck with music programs back in the day, and then they're just it's so confusing. The t- amount of times I've run into issues with with latency and DAWs and all this shit. It's just, it's so much, Tim. It's so freaking much and it's confusing. And I, now I understand Greg's frustration when he comes to me with Photoshop problems, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I get it now. I absolutely get it. So what do you think I about this proposition? I'm in, cool. I'm in. Yeah, find yeah. someone. You know, real 90, talk, Andy, you should reach out to, to Carter Harrell, the dude that does all the kind of funny in review intro he's a master yeah he's, he's so master. so damn good i'm sure he he could help you out with stuff he's he's great i do want to say uh that you said you were asking if if i think you have the stuff and nick nick very vehemently just shook his head no <laughs> no i do i do i think Andy, i think you have the stuff i think you're very musically inclined i think you could get out there and make some dope stuff but andy, i also think that you're right so now. good yeah andy give me <laughs> drop me drop me a funky beat like something get nasty. the get the casio keyboard going go and oh okay here we go here we go here he's we go. warming it up hold on everybody's doing it let's right now this out. let's let's see what we can do with this everybody uh hold on now Rand, i want you to i want you to get out your critical your critical thinking skills here and i want because we're going to score andy on this afterward all right okay all right everybody ready out of 10 okay. nope can't hear it it's coming oh, fuck, really oh no, oh you no, couldn't hear it really i can't no, hear we didn't it. hear it we didn't hear it oh i had, I heard I had that, it I, muted here we go here we go here we go here it is Give me something, Ran. Oh my, this is cool. Mega Ran, rapping like a fool. The beat sounds pretty cool, but I don't understand. 
where is it? It's kind of bland. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need some bass. <laughs> that was I, love, I love it. Perfect. I love trying to do it over <laughs> with latency and shit. Like, there's no chance yeah, I, that could have worked. It almost worked, though. I thought it was really good. Kevin, you know how, because here's the thing. Uh, I'm using this thing called MIDI.city. Um, yes. And I'm using my keyboard. Obviously, you can hear the clicks. <clears throat> Kevin, those foot pedals. Give me the yeah, foot was... pedals. I can hit some synths. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can, I can hit you, some pads. You know. But here's the thing. And like, jokes aside. Oh, Tim disappeared. Jokes Tim aside. Tim they I think have... Discord decided to update midway through, by the way. <laughs> Sorry for dropping out earlier. Liar. I didn't... Did he drop? What were you going to say? I was going to say they have footboards that are like way more complex for MIDI stuff that I've thought about using. They're just significantly more expensive. But I yeah, think they're really good. So get, yeah, Getty Lee from involved. Rush, Kevin, when he's ripping it on bass, he's mm -hmm. also hitting foot pedals for synths. It's insane. Yep, it's cool. Ripping it, ripping it all, ripping it, dude. Nick, did your oh. internet just get disconnected when you went away for a sec? No, my computer froze because I think Discord needed to update. So I think mm -hmm. Discord was trying to force an update. So I restarted wow. my computer, and then when I restarted Discord, it, it updated. It put two updates through. So I don't know what happened there. Something happened to me. It bumped me out, but I'm back. So here we go. You're back. You're back. After you when a... I peaked, I would have said I I was at the top of my game probably. I'm looking at dates here. Probably August 2001 at NCAA football 2002. I could I would have been able to say if you know what I mean. I would have just torn people apart if there was better online and there was <laughs> like a, 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 a oh, case you like you were actually playing college football. Oh God, no, no, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was. Way, way heavier than I am now. I'm just saying, like, I was really good at the video game then, you know? Yeah, I mean, down just bring it would have been, I would have gone against anybody. I like that, Greg. I like that. I like that we're picking up just like really dumb moments in our lives that we think we were the best at things. Because for yeah. me, Halo 1 in high school, like, I, I was taking on sure. everybody oh, in man. high school. I was destroying oh, fools. Well, again, we created rivalries against some random kids who were talking a lot of shit. My parents were out one weekend. They came over. We fucking clowned these losers in, in <laughs> CTF. It's like they had never played Halo before. It was embarrassing. It. So that's wow. when I peaked the first time. Second God. peak. <laughs> second peak. I'm the thinking. Peak. Yeah, the twin peak. Yeah, dual, dual peak right here. I'm thinking, oh, gosh. Maybe like NBA 2K, I had some sick-ass game like in 2011 when they had my club, mm -hmm. and then they ripped it all apart, and then mm -hmm. NBA 2K has just been shit ever since. I so think that it, it's the last time I peaked. If I had to pick a peak for myself, we're talking like skill-based stuff. Uh, late summer, 98 to 99, uh, somewhere in there. I think it was, yeah, 98 to 99. Uh, I'm, I'm, playing, I'm playing Mario Kart 64 Battle Mode, and I'm murdering people in it. And sure. I'm also playing a lot of GoldenEye. A lot of golden eye. Those are the times where I really felt like I'm dominating my friend group. Like, of course, you know, this. Yeah. very small pool of people from which <laughs> yeah. to draw. Sure. But yeah. I feel like if you got, I feel like now you watch me play Mario Kart and you're like, this embarrassed is, to, this is embarrassing, embarrassing for right? you. Oh, yeah. Back then, though, <laughs> and not in the racing component of it, just the battle mode, I feel like I could have probably given anyone here a run for their money in it. For sure. And GoldenEye for sure as well. Because as you know, GoldenEye, I think, forced you to do inverted unless you changed it. Mm -hmm. That is mm -hmm. correct. Yeah. So I would, I would, I would have clown people. That's out when with game. That, that's sure. also when games peaked for Nick, <laughs> when they forced you to go inverted. <laughs> that really was. That was when I thought I saw, I thought we're vindicated. We're turning a new corner here. Everyone's going to have to learn my way of play. And then flash <laughs> fast forward. It's my Andy's favorite joke. Play. It's yeah. Andy's favorite joke it's to always, say about me. And, and you know what I especially appreciate about Andy is I try to hide it from my other friends that don't know about it, and you just put it right out there. My favorite thing. 
man, that, co- that comedian joined you on Monday or whatever, and Andy made Mark. sure to call you out. Um, yeah. just right on it, right on it to embarrass you in front of your friends. Yeah, yeah really bad, yeah. really bad. Too. Well, no, it's, it's, it's like it, your mom coming out and telling you it's dinner time. And I was like, it's because oh, somebody oh, always Nikki, you yeah. forgot your diaper. Because she's waving thing. it as you get on the bus. <laughs> here's the thing, Ryan. On Mondays, we usually play Warzone. It's me, Snowback Mike. It's Nick. It's usually like sometimes we have the guests. So Nick brought on one of his comedian friends. Uh, okay. Mark Smalls, and we had a Twitch chat uh, comment that said, "Does Snowbike Mike play on controller or keyboard mouse?" Because I see he's playing on PC. Mm-hmm. They didn't ask about Nick, but I feel like mm-hmm. I have to, you know, volunteer yeah. the information for that. Sure. No, mm-hmm. I play keyboard mouse. Snowbike Mike plays controller, and Nick plays keyboard mouse while using a PS5, and he inverts the mouse controls. Uh, the inverted uh, oh. vertical control oh on the mouse is there as well so if he pulls down on the mouse he's looking uh, up and what? i have to volunteer that information i feel like i have to let them know again i don't we don't you know we didn't need to we don't need to hash this out right now <laughs> right, like we don't hey, you, know, you know i hey i'm not gonna shame because i'm sure you're better at it than i am <laughs> i don't know about that i don't know about that <laughs> It's, I'm not I've, great no, at the game. If you're I've, not seen, good, Rand, I've seen Rand like, dominate right. Mega Man. Like, like Mega Man's a hard ass game. I just watched Rand go in there, and it's like, it's like you're just shopping for groceries. You just know, you know where to go, you know what to do. The the uh, the food's gonna be over there. The milk's gonna be over there. It's all it's over. Yeah, it's I've over. been playing that game since crawl, basically. You know, um, but if you're not very good at Warzone, with I might know why. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's just one of those. It's it. You know what? We've I'm, seen I'm improvements. Just it. I'm just taking it. We've seen it's, improvements. We're proud. It's definitely of it. one of those things that I thought about. Like every time I come across a game, especially like indie games, like I, I talk about, like uh, uh, Fall Guys, right? Where they did, they just didn't have a button when when the game first launched until they pushed an update to actually invert controls. It's moments like that that I'm like, you gotta just make a concerted effort to break yourself of this. But Warzone is not the game to do that in. Warzone is not the place where you want that added frustration on top of trying to figure out how the mechanics of the game work, what a loadout is, and then not embarrassing yourself in front of Snowbike Mike, who is our, our newest uh, you know member of the group who I want to put in a good a good impression with because he's probably never heard me on a podcast before. Yeah, I was going to say, Snowbike Mike's never heard you on a podcast or interacted with you. There's no way he yeah, could possibly exactly. know what you're like. I'm trying to start afresh with him. I'm trying to build build back my reputation with some of these young lads. But uh, yeah, I got to break myself of the habit eventually, just not today. Mega Ran, what's that like for you too? Uh, you know, we're talking about the book, obviously, your memoir here, uh, talking about your entire career and your, you know, journey from being a teacher to being Mega Ran. Like, what's it like for you now to have been, as we were talking earlier, so established in this? And I'm sure you have acts that you work with or bring on your show that are like, man, I grew up listening to you. <laughs> like, you know, you taught me what this was like really odd like people are like dude you got me through middle school i'm like what <laughs> you know <laughs> come on i'm not that old you know but it's interesting man it, it's it's really cool to, to be around to, to hear that like at first of course it makes me feel super old and washed but but at the same time like it's an honor man like it really is like it, it there's a, a gentleman uh creative mind frame he's a great streamer plays a ton of rocket league he's super good uh, but yeah, he's like, dude, I came to one of your shows in the freezing cold in Dallas, Texas. And I'm like, okay, I think I remember this show. And he's like, I bought everything you had because I felt so bad about stealing your music all throughout high school. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's cool. So when it comes back to me in that positive way like that, 
I'm I'm all for it. But yeah, it's it's really interesting being like the OG as they call me, you know. Yeah. You know, like, but yeah, as long as I can pass down some, that's really why I wrote the book. People are like, man, it's a little too early to write a memoir. Like, you, you're not done, you know, but I, I think, you know, I wanted to pass these, these like stories and lessons down to some of the younger kids that might be trying to follow this path and not thinking it's even possible. You know, like there was no manual, there was no layout of how to become like a successful indie rapper, you know, in the early 2000s. Like, it's just, just wasn't there, you know, so. So, yeah, I want my mistakes to hopefully, like, show someone the way. And that's really what it was about for me. It was just teaching those lessons through all my mess-ups. And I, I wanted to make sure to have those those mistakes or those missteps in there so that people, you know, can see that. Because sure. I, I one thing I can't stand, and I guess it happens a lot on Clubhouse, back to that, is that <laughs> you just find a bunch of, like, snake oil salesmen who are just telling you how to be great. And like they've never had an, an issue. Like, tell me about a challenge. Tell me about a time or a thing you had to really fight through and how you did it, you know? So that was really important for me. How this long have you been... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the sequel to the book is going to be all about this this next current imperial phase. Imperial phase, yeah. That's what yeah. we're calling Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I feel like, man, I'm already... I got so much material for the next book. But I want to get into other genres as well. Like, I'm thinking about a children's book. Oh, maybe, nice. You know, some other cool things. Maybe like a, I don't know, like a self-help or short stories or, you know, things like that. So, yeah, I really think I want to get into a children's thing next. That's. And, uh, I'm glad you bring that up, Megaran, because I, if, if you all don't know, Tim, I recently downloaded TikTok. Congrats. And one of the oh, first things, one of the first things I saw was a, um, a quick, you know, the TikTok has everything, but one of everything. the categories that I selected was a kind of a how to, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like life hack sort of thing. Yep. And one of the tutorials was a lady saying, Hey, here's a really good way to make money fast. Write a children's book, hire an artist for cheap. Put that shit on, on Amazon Books or whatever. I know we fucking hate Amazon, but it's like parents and teachers are buying these books like crazy. And I think we should we make a children's book all together? Because I want like I could do the art. We could figure this out. And it's a quick money venture for us right now. Get in, get out. 100% in. I I'm saw totally the talk. I was very 80, 20 my way, Kevin. 80, 20 my way. Well, let's get in there, dude. I don't know. How, how about can I can I throw graphic... out, just throw out an idea right now? Wait, no, one second. How graphic are you willing to get with these drawings? Well, it's a kid's book. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just answer the question. Yeah, but how graphic are you willing? Very. Rated R. Rated R. Thank you. Rated X. Okay. All right. 80, 20 it is, my dude. I'm in. All right. What's up? (laughs) Go ahead, Nick. Donuts, donuts everywhere, but not a drop to drink. That's what we should call this bad boy. Oh, and and also, but one of the the tutorials was like, make it about an animal and call it something to something. And it's Mm -hmm. like, Arnie the alligator or Jeffrey the... (laughs) J- jalopy no that's not an animal <laughs> he's just a broken down car that's not bad so you, it would be jeffrey bad. the jalopy giraffe learns about tiktok no 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 so tiktok no. was just telling him how to how to how to make one of these books oh this would be like this would be like oh. uh moose the dog no, you no, know, remember, I've some... talked about this multiple times in the show. Here, Andy, there you go. That's my manuscript for, yeah, for I didn't, I didn't know the if wiener I... dog thinks he's a manatee. Like, uh, yeah, That's we amazing. make this, and it's not It's not even, like, kind of funny people only What's... buying it. You, it's, it's 30 pages right there. Go it's draw It's teachers and parents just looking for, like, cute books. Like, what can I read my kid? Oh, I have this e-reader. Yeah. Oh, Wait a well, minute. I'll just pick this cute book. Greg, you made, you, made a, you made a kid's book that's 30 pages long. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, a picture book. You know, you turn the page. There's one thing on everything. Uh, Andy's looking like, at it right now. Oh, uh, you know what? You know what's this. not gonna work. You know what's not. You gonna can't work draw dogs. Already? No, mm -hmm. no. Here's a here's. I'm already. I already have a little bit of feedback. I'm reading the script. I sure, love it sure, so far. Sure. Reading the book so far. I'm loving. Well, you it. literally, you literally just glanced at it and then said I had feedback, which doesn't sound like you like it. Seeing the rock is Portillo. I've dug in so far. I've uh -huh. there's a lot of great character arcs. What I will say though is what the lady said is you gotta making it rhyme adds to the time, adds to the money. Yeah, mm. money mm. time. Mm. You know, time is so money. So Mega Rad saying. needs to write it. I happen to do a rhyme thing. So <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's basically I a poem, to do a rhyme, but with a, got with it right a now. Lot of, yeah, I'm down. Portillo and his pillow. And it's just about there how dogs is. like to hump small pillows okay. that look like hedgehogs. No, okay, that's enough of right? that. We'll stop right there. That's they do. We're, we're going to stop right there. We're not going to really. put Mega Ran through that. All right. I was into the title, but... <laughs> <laughs> then it took it. It turned. It turned on it. <laughs> and he said he'd be down. To, he's down with the sickness. He's down to, to, to illustrate some X-rated stuff. So I'm just saying kids... God. Tits today, too sensitive, right? Back in the day, we could have launched this book. It, it could have been like, it could have been R-rated, bloodshed, all these things. And we're fine. We all turned out great. We all I turned out great. I just heard bloodshed. <laughs> blood in your shit? That's not good. <laughs> That's what I heard. Girl. Yeah, no, bloodshed. Yeah, shed. I love this idea. It's a good I, I love the idea. I honestly, listening, everybody. Real talk, I honestly love the idea of the Portillo Kids book. I think it's, I think it's adorable. Thank you. Sorry for you shitting. You just shot it down, but I got to keep, finding, oh, I gotta keep looking for an artist, shit, I guess. God forbid, Andy, do something. I'll just maybe make it rhyme a little bit, you know? But it doesn't need to rhyme. You know what I mean? We can overcome that. Haikus don't need to rhyme. But exactly. they're better when they do. We all know that from experience, Greg. Yeah. Mega Rand, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you had to teach us about Clubhouse. We didn't mean for that to happen, but you did it. That's fun. That was fun. I hope to see you in the next chat room. <laughs> uh, well, of course, we have a post show to do, but in case people aren't coming over there, where can people go get the book? Where can they keep up with you, Mega Rand? Dreammasterbook.com. You can go to megaran.com for anything uh, me related. There's music at megaranmusic.com. There's merch at megaranmerch.com. I try to make it super easy. You can find me on Twitch um, and any of your socials. Just look for Megaran. But it's going to look like Meg Ryan the first time you see it. You're going to be like, oh, I thought that was Meg Ryan. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that several times. I've heard that joke a lot. Yeah. That was your Twitter, like your Twitter name for a long time, right? Of like not Meg Ryan. Not Meg Ryan, yeah. yeah. That that's that's Rand's version of oh, so are you guys kind of funny? Yeah. yeah. And then you know what you do? You just sit Kevin on them. They find out we're not kind of funny at all. <laughs> so that's how it goes. We'll uh, ladies and gentlemen, this of course has been the kind of funny podcast each and every week. Twice a week we come to you to just bullshit around. You enjoy that? You go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. You can get every episode early. You can get every episode ad-free. You can get it with the post show we're about to do, this time with Mega Ran. Of course, you could be watching live like Ashley J, Lexi G, J6, or Mark. J6, I don't know why I said Mark. J6. What does matter? Uh, but if you don't want to do any of that, youtube.com slash kindoffunny. Podcast services around the globe each and every week, twice a week. So until next time, buy Mega Ran's book. And it's been our pleasure oh. to serve you.